about the Nets? Chris Carino and Tim Capstraw. Love those guys. Hey, nice to see the Nets get a win. Nice to see Durant actually being, you know, kind to his team and teammates. Anyway, a fun game and a fun ending there in Portland. And now we get to football Friday. And this is a big football Friday. Not only because I was thinking of something. You know how we don't normally do picks? Well, Fleegs, I've been thinking about it. Maybe we've come up with some kind of game, an idea that me, you, Marco, could have fun with the rest of the way here. And we'll see how it works out. So we'll get to that a little bit later on. But more importantly than that, although that is pretty important, more importantly than that, and I got extra energy today because I'm ready to get the hell out of here. Friday, baby. I can't wait for the weekend. Are you kidding me? Am I off Monday? Oh, no, I'm not off Monday, but I have a short week next week because it's Thanksgiving. The holidays are here. I'm going to be listening to Delilah next week and enjoying myself and Christmas shopping. I almost went to the Christmas music today, but not yet. Don't get excited just yet about Delilah and Christmas and all of that has to offer. That's next week. What we can be excited about this week are the two New York football teams that have big games. One enormous game with the New York Jets. And we've touched on it throughout the course of the week. But now as we reach this football Friday, we know it's there. And I'm starting to plan my day accordingly and see who I want over, potentially have some people over and watch this game. That's the magnitude of this one. Jets, Patriots, not for... All the marbles in the AFC East. But, man, you're talking about, and you just saw the Titans last night, Thursday Night Football, get themselves to 7-3 and three on the season where you look at the landscape of the AFC. They are clearly one of the better teams, at least record-wise. And the Titans continue to do the same thing year after year. you got to give Rabel credit. They don't even have a quarterback. Or Ryan Tannehill is their quarterback, and yet they still go out there and consistently win and are a playoff team. But the point is, the record that Tennessee has now with seven wins, that's pretty important. And the Jets have an opportunity to get themselves to that seven-win plateau this weekend. And to do it in New England would just mean that much more. Think about this. And I know it's still hard to fathom for Jet fans that their team is actually this good, especially with all the things that have gone wrong. We were saying before the year started, if everything went right for the Jets, maybe they could be a playoff team. Well, not everything has gone right for them. And you know by now, whether it's Brees Hall, hey, even Zach Wilson not only being hurt, but hasn't been great, Vera Tucker, and so on. Eli Moore being a non-factor. I mean, if I would have told you all those things prior to the start of the season, Zach Wilson would miss some games, and even when he comes back, he's not going to be great. Elijah Vera Tucker is going to be done for the year. They're going to lose Brees Hall. Eli Moore is going to be a non-factor. You'd be like, dude, come on. What are they going to win? Five, six games? You might have said that anyway. But here we are where you look at the landscape of the AFC. Chiefs at 7-2. and two, Titans now at 7-3. and three, The Miami Dolphins at 7-3. and three. The Jets have a chance to get to 7-3 and three and take over the AFC East division lead. And I know that it doesn't mean much after 11 weeks being in first place. Obviously, you want it after week 18 to be in first place. You want to win the division, not just be in a you know a tie, but winning the tiebreaker with Miami in that division. Or potentially Buffalo as well. Obviously, Buffalo and their game got moved to Detroit, right? Against, uh, they'll be playing uh, Cleveland in Detroit ahead of their game uh, against the Lions on Thanksgiving as well. But anyway... The Jets control their fate here because of the wins already against the Bills and the Dolphins. 
The one team that they didn't beat this year that they played in the division is the New England Patriots. They haven't beaten them in seven years. Seven years. And it's been, obviously, a one-sided rivalry. I hesitate to even call it a rivalry. It's been one-sided. Dominated by Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots, regardless of who the quarterback has been. This is a huge opportunity for the New York Jets. There is nothing better in life than opportunity. I know everybody wants everything. Oh, just give me that and give me that. Well, actually, you know who taught me about this? Francesa, a long time ago. The greatest gift that you could get is opportunity. And that's what the Jets have this weekend. Opportunity to really make their mark and cement their start to the season through 11 weeks, 10 games. And it's really a huge swing game because of the feel that you would have if they go down to the Patriots yet again. You remember how you felt after they lost to them the first time? Disgusted. That was supposed to be the party. People were pumped up, ready to go to the game, watch the Jets finally squash New England. Jonathan Franklin Myers, Zach Wilson, three interceptions, and the Patriots win again. BB with that smirk on his way out. Well, not this time. The Jets have to win this football game here. Not to have a season, not to make the playoffs, but to be taken seriously. And forget about the media. Forget about the fans themselves. That's who it matters to. Robert Sala, LaFleur, Wilson, that defense, they need to know that they can beat Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots. It can do wonders for them, confidence-wise. We will feel like they're legitimate, but they will feel like they're legitimate. And right now, it probably feels like they're going up against an impossible challenge. They thought last time they were going to have their way with them. The coaches even basically said so. We remember when they ran up on us last time. Yo, how'd that work out for you? The Jets have more talent. I'm not going to say they're a better team than the Patriots. They have more talent than the Patriots. Now, there are obviously some concerns coming off a bye with Bill Belichick. That's a problem. I mean, it's a problem if he's not coming off a bye. Imagine Belichick with an extra week. Come on. Look out. Matter of fact, this may be a bigger game for Robert Sala than anybody else. He's got to show that him and his staff, he and his staff can go out there and compete with Bill Belichick with all things being equal. You know, both teams off the bye. But at the very least, the Jets should have an advantage, should have an advantage talent-wise. Not to say that the Patriots aren't a talented team. They do have some talent, just not like the Jets roster. The biggest disparity is between the coaches. Will that show up again on Sunday? And look, it's not easy beating the Patriots, clearly. Something the Jets haven't done in seven-plus years, right? But beating the Patriots in their house, even more of a challenge. Beating the Patriots in their house off of a bye? Woo! This would be a much bigger win than the win a couple of weeks ago against the Buffalo Bills. That was a shocking win to many. This would be a bigger win. An enormous game. 
and an essential playoff game. A pseudo-playoff game for the Jets in New England. Now, the good thing is you lose a playoff game, you go home. This is not that. They will live to play several more games. But this is a big game. And that's all that we could ask for. Now, for the Giants, they don't have a big game against Detroit, but it's an important game against Detroit. Ahead of the big game, Thursday, Thanksgiving, where millions, millions, trillions, billions, everybody is going to be watching the Giants and Cowboys on Thanksgiving. The national stage for a team that has shocked many people with the start to their season. Seven and two. Nobody thought the Giants would be seven and two at this point. Maybe at any point. Did you think the Giants were going to win seven games, period? But they did. They have. And they have a chance to build on it. And really, this is the one, you know, I was talking about it yesterday. It's the last remaining piece to the puzzle to put them in a great position to close out the season the final seven weeks. Where after this one, it's nothing but division opponents for the next four weeks. And then they have, you know, even a tough challenge the final three weeks. At Minnesota, home against the Colts, at Philadelphia. But this is the last game you're going into feeling like, hey, Giants should win this football game. And maybe more so important... Because this might have to be a game. And I know the Giants' defense is playing well. And they've done enough, obviously, to get them to be a 7-2 and two team. And Wink Martindale going to you know, let the dogs loose and, and go get them and open up the can of you-know-what, as he said. But because they may need to open things up with Daniel Jones in the passing game. Detroit can move the football. Detroit can score. They're not a good team. They're they're sloppy. They're all over the place. And I don't love the head coach. I mean, you know, he's going to rip your kneecap out and blah, 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 or bite your kneecap off, whatever it was that Dan Campbell said when he first got hired. He's, you know, a passionate guy, but he's all over the place, as is his team. You know, Jared Goff is not a great quarterback, but he can put up some numbers. They have a couple of running backs. They have some wide receivers. They can make plays. They're a... I don't even know if I would say dangerous team, but they could be a potentially bad matchup for the Giants. Because if you get into a shootout, not going to be easy to beat the Lions. That's not the Giants' strength. They play the game close to the vest, shorten the game, run the football, control the clock, don't make mistakes, let the other team make them make mistakes and beat themselves. At some point, they're going to have to open things up to win a football game or win multiple football games. And maybe this is the weekend where they do against the Lions team that could score some points. And in that case, then we're going to see if Daniel Jones is ready to take another step. And I think that's of high importance when you're talking about the Giants making the postseason and how far eventually they can go. And I know that, you know, maybe there is a human element to where they're feeling like we are. I can't wait for the Dallas game. This one's just kind of, all right, get this one out of the way, get the win, and then let's have some fun watching them play the Cowboys. Maybe 
to a man, deep down, players are feeling that a little bit, excited about Thanksgiving and their travel plans in the short week and knowing all the people are watching, and you just hope that that doesn't play a factor. Now, you know the coach are going to be getting the guys to play hard, and you know once the game starts, they're going to be into the game. But there is such a thing as human element. I don't know about if I would go as far as saying a trap game, but the human element that looks ahead to the bigger game. Giants have to take care of business, though, first against the Detroit Lions. What a week 11 we have in front of us here. with Week 11! It's approximately 10 weeks deeper than we usually get with the football teams. Usually after week one, it's, oh, God. What's going on with the hot stove? Which, by the way, we'll get into with Aaron Judge winning the MVP. Brian Cashman speaking uh, as he's doing that sleepover uh, outing that he always does every year. We'll get into that. And the Mets and Verlander and DeGrom and all that stuff as we're going to 5 a.m. this morning. But it is a football Friday and an important one for both the New York teams. Jets in New England trying to slay the Dragon. Giants at home trying to make sure they take care of business against a team they should beat, team they are better than, ahead of an enormous game on Thanksgiving Day. 877-337-6666. Just getting started. We are going till 5 a.m. with a warm-up show with Alan Jerry. As I mentioned, I had an idea that we'll do a, a way to do some picks. Because I don't want to just do the same old Okay, let's do picks. Fleegs, what do you got? Give me your two games. All right, I'll give you mine. Marco, what do you got? And away we go. I mean, not that that's bad. It's just not for me. Used to do it, and I kind of got over it. So I'll try to come up with a fun way where maybe we could have some picks and have a little competition as well. And you guys could play along at home. So we'll do that. And like we said, plenty to get to. Rangers with a tough loss again. I mean, I know it's early to dive into hockey, but it has been a, a frustrating start, to say the least, for the Blue Shirts. We mentioned the Nets coming off a, a big win in Portland, so we get into the NBA. Hey, people are excited about the Knicks again after two wins. 